Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Bandwagon Nerds is taped in front of a live studio audience. Again, fellow basement dwellers, this is your good friend Patrick O'Dowd welcoming you in to a very special edition of Bandwagon Nerds. Bandwagon Nerds, of course, is a part of the Chairshot Radio Network here on the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. The Chairshot.com, always use your head. And we have a very special edition of Bandwagon Nerds here for you all, guaranteed to make our fearless leader, Greg DeMarco, curl his toes in rage, as we've got, not one, we got the full freaking bandwagon. All of the nerds are here today. That is right. I'm going to go through the Rolodex. We got everybody, because this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds is part one of two of our second annual comic book draft this year's theme comic book villains and we as i declared last week on the episode are doing two parts part one this week is going to be drafting our top six cosmic villains 
the universe destroyers, the reality unravelers, all of the destruction and death in the desperate need to control the multiverse will be here in front of you. And we got all the big nerds here because nobody wants to miss this episode. Everybody wanted to be a part of this episode. And so everybody's here. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm going to go clockwise to my right on my beautiful Skype screen and welcome in the voice of the Chair Shot Radio Network, Mr. Velvet Pipes himself, Christopher Platt. Welcome to the Cosmic Villain Draft. Woo woo! <laughs> Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. That was my cosmic, eerie voice. Happy to be here. Happy to come back. I actually have set high expectations and goals for myself, seeing as how I won the hero draft last year. Can I repeat? Stay tuned. I guess we'll find out. All right. You got thumbs downs and waves and hands all in front of you. Yeah, that's what Yeah, people hate on winners. You're right, Pat. You're absolutely right. I'd expect nothing less from this group of esteemed gentlemen. Well, well, (laughs) let's let's move on and introduce your favorite hater or the one who loves to hate on you the most. He's also known to me as Mr. Saturday Night, the live studio audience, Mr. PC Tunney. Welcome back. Welcome to the draft. That's that's the way Platt and I show each other love, Patrick. <laughs> Is it? it you it, are it one of my biggest like, haters, though. Yeah, you, it, does, like, it does feel a little bit like an abuse. Well, I have had to work with you say. for like seven years. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times you can tell Platt this time it's different, and he keeps coming back to you. I guess that's his own problem. Uh Anyway, he loves me in his own special way. <laughs> he does. We just don't understand it. We just don't understand just, your relationship. You just, you People outside get, don't so get it. We just stay in character. We'll be all right, Chris. Okay. Flat, flat, blink, blink twice if you need help. Blink, blink twice. It's okay. He loves me, guys. Sometimes <laughs> right, he's, well, just, he's mad at me and he yells at me because he loves me so much. That's passion. You didn't mean to push yeah. me down the stairs. I'm, 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 I'm a horrible father. I'm a horrible father. Let's get on with the show. Shut up, Chris. Chris. Platt walked into a door today. That's what happened. Oh, anyway, moving on down the line, Mr. Ray S. Cashington, the third Esquire, the Reverend, back again for the Cosmic Villain draft. How are you today, my friend? I am. Have you seen how hot it is in Texas? No. Have you seen how hot it is anywhere, everywhere? Yeah, but see, it's, it's hotter here than it is where you are. So well, yes. I, 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 I keep fair. seeing him uh, dabbing his forehead, looking like a like a like a southern like, German, a, like a football like coach, Indian. right? I got the, I got the fat boy yeah, rag with me. I got the fat boy he, uh, rag. With me. Hey, he's well, not even doing the white. He's doing the dab. All right, all right, all right. See, there's six of us on the show. You all can't talk at once because then it just comes out and then Greg's gonna like bother me later, and I'm just gonna give you all the feedback. And then God. I'll only be allowed to have like two of you on. That makes show me want to do it more. Greg, Greg, turn it off now. We're going four hours, okay? And just you're gonna have to fucking deal four with hours. it. All right. Well, the voice you did hear interjected talking about Raymond S. Cashington, the Reverend Dab in his forehead, is the violent gentleman showing off the guns and the tats today for us here on on the call, Mister Aesop Mitchell. How you doing, sir? Oh, hi, friends. Yeah, I was uh, I was getting my pickleball in today, so I'm I'm looking yeah. swole and ready oh. to rock. Played nothing out of my like a mi- nothing like a Midwest stuff. high school gym game to get you excited. Yeah. That's the hey, I love fastest growing sport in the nation. Number one sure, pickleball I, player in the world from Wisconsin. Just remember, there you go. Hey, it's I a can't wait deal. for that to fall out of fashion Last in sport. like three years. So, uh, last but not least. The other guy, 
original member of the bandwagon, creator of the program, my partner in crime, more often than not, the lawyer himself, Mr. David Ungar. You've been oddly quiet to start the show. How are you, my friend? I'm just looking up the weather for Houston, Texas and laughing at Ray and his 98 degrees. Ray, you know, want to know how hot it's going to be here in Bakersfield today? No, I don't want to know. No, you don't want to know. 110, just and- so you know. That's 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 awesome. Nothing speaks. Uh, oh, I really want to make a golf talk joke, weather right now, Dave, but I really like it. Matches well. my score, Tony. That's right. So, <laughs> but um, ching. All right, well, guys, we do have a loaded show with this second annual draft, and I'm very excited to get to it. We are going to do one brief second uh, segment uh, before we get into the draft, and that is to talk a little bit of MCU because you all on the Twitter thread. Well, okay, so Ray Cash on the Twitter thread was like, can we talk about this Marvel? Because it was, like, super important, all this stuff. So, and then Tony was like, well, you know, Umberto has already come out. So I'm just saying, I'm going to suggest change up the show. That's pretty my voice, good, So, That's so pretty good, it, it, I like that. I like that Tony impression. Then, then it felt like I really, like, if I say no, then, then I'm an asshole. And, you know, if I kill it, then I look like a prick. And I don't want to look like a prick. I want you. Then guys why to... didn't you say no? That's that seems know, that's right up the alley. Yeah. So <laughs> we are, gonna, but that. we are going to talk. We are going to talk a little bit about Ms. Marvel, the least watched yet most important MCU show on Disney Plus to date, in my opinion, uh, and the third best MCU show since uh, you know behind WandaVision and behind Loki, in my opinion. But before we do that, let's hit some MCU music to get you all in the appropriate. <laughs> All right, so before I get too far into this, uh, gentlemen, show me by a show of hands so that I know who's actually watched Ms. Marvel beginning to end, seeing all six episodes. Okay, so Dave, Aesop, and Platt, I don't know how, I know this doesn't matter to Dave, but if it's super important to not know what happened, now is the time to maybe take a walk for about 10 minutes while, while we talk Ms. Marvel. I mean, you are, you've been old man yells at cloud the whole time anyway, Aesop, over this show, so. Well, look, uh, I, just because I haven't watched all the episodes doesn't mean that I haven't read the synopsis of all the episodes, so. So you're not uh, spoiling it. No, no, I'm good, and, I'm good. And Platt, I don't think you're going to watch the show until six years from now anyway, so if you Hey, hey, man, I'm on episode uh, four. I'm going to watch the episodes I've missed, but I don't care if anything gets spoiled. I'm still going to watch it. It's a it's a fun show, man. It's a really cute show. I right. enjoy it. So here's why I like uh, – we talked about this show a few weeks ago and, and about how nobody's really watching and how I find that to be really disappointing because I do think in terms of – in Marvel's efforts to build a new hero and its own mythology and lore, and, and this is the, the the ultimate point I'm going to get to at the end of this, um, people need to stop hating on these shows because they're so t- they feel it needs to be tied and completely beholden to the comics. At this point, the MCU is its own lore. And what happened at the end of the sixth episode of Ms. Marvel just made that so. And people, like... And to be honest, I'm frankly okay with it because, and we'll get into this, 
because of what it's establishing and what it's building within its own canon and mythos, I'm fine with. And if you're a big fan of the of, of the uh, of the comic and the original, I understand that that's hard to divest. Learn to learn to split it up because I think it's only going to continue to grow from there. I am of course talking about the revelation that Kamala Khan is revealed to be a mutant, uh, complete with X Men theme music vaguely playing in the background as her best friend tells her that her DNA isn't necessarily special to the Bengals that have been giving her powers, but that she actually has a mutation. Uh, and like I said, the X-Men music briefly from the 1997 show plays in the background. And that is our introduction to mute in the MCU kind of officially official. Cause I, I think that multiverse of madness doesn't really count, especially given the way that we unceremoniously killed all of, all of that fan service stuff. So Ray, you were really excited about this revelation. I'm going to turn it over to you first. Um, because I really just want to talk about these sort of big revelations that happened at the end of the episode, because I think that's that's what needs to be talked about in regard to the series. So your thoughts. Yeah. So I went back and forth for days about if this was a kind of a troll job with them playing with us. Is she actually still an inhuman? But because inhumans technically have mutations as well. Right. You know, we've been set up perfectly for Inhumans with the Kree being introduced, with the Celestials being introduced. So she still could be an Inhuman, but the music was too on the nose. I've played with it too much, and it's not the other. So I've come to this conclusion. I'm fine with Kamala being a, a mutant because of all of the Inhumans, she was the least most important to the Inhuman cause. She didn't hang with them. She didn't mess with them. She didn't talk with them. She was always around the Avengers. And always around the the earth wise, the earthly humans or the earthly heroes. So I think she is the perfect person to lead that charge as being the first mutant. I'm fine with it, especially considering how her powers didn't come from the Terrigen. It came from my perspective from the Bengal. I am not convinced that the humans still don't exist though. I still think they're coming. I still think they'll be around. And too much has been too much groundwork has been laid down making the the Kree the bad guys instead of the good guys like they are in the comics, making them essentially the bad guys beating up the poor little squirrels, making well, letting us know Eternals, letting us know the Celestials around. It's just too much of the ingredients for humans to exist. But Kamala doesn't have to be one, and I'm cool with it now, now that I've seen the full package. Right. That So... Here's my reminder to everybody about why we got the Inhumans instead of mutants in the first place. It was because Fox owned the right to mutants and not the Inhumans. And so Kevin Feige and the brain trust surrounding building the MCU was like, well, what's the next best thing? What can we do? I got it. We'll use the Inhumans because it's kind of like mutants, but not. And then that led to the worst MCU show on the planet. Uh, Is it, I wouldn't even call it MCU. It's not even MCU. Right. They, they, uh, say, how can we ruin this? And this is coming from a guy who loves Black Bolt. Like, I do love Black Bolt very, very much as a character. And so, so yeah, I don't disagree, though. I think Inhumans are in the future. But this is this is their avenue to bring in the X-Men. And that's and that's what they want. And that's how they've chosen to do it in, in this canon. So, Aesop, you're leaning into the mic. Go ahead. Oh, um, well, the only thing I was thinking, I wasn't necessarily looking to talk, but um, you know, this is 
like even though you bring her in as a mutant, you could still turn her into an inhuman, right? Yeah, sure. uh, with a little bit more exposition and all that. So don't be surprised if they, uh, you know, leak that Terrigen Mist stuff a little bit later on in you know whatever lore we are trying to you know build here. <clears throat> I. I have been critical of the show in the sense of uh, what Patrick was saying, you know, trying to be true to the comics. And, you know, like like you had said, Pat, like we are we're far off at this point, especially in Miss Marvel. So um, the show itself is really great. It's so fun. And I, I think this is kind of a good palate cleanser that the MCU as a whole needed um, as far as what they have been putting out lately, which has been a lot of heavy stuff. You know, when you look at Moon Knight, when right. you look at even something like Doctor Strange, that's a pretty heavy movie. And even um, uh, Spider-Man to an extent, you know, just the end of it is just a downer. And I, I believe Feige came out not too long ago and said that that was the initial idea for this phase four is you know, loss and, uh, you know, losing things. So, I mean, you can definitely see all these stories kind of melding together. And, um, you know, usually that's kind of a, a a mid thing, you know, the empire strikes back model, but you know, I guess he's doing it a little earlier and I'm, I'm okay with it. And Patrick, can we forgive me? I, I know we're all comic nerds here. Uh, a good portion of us actually like, are old school readers and whatnot. I mean, no disrespect, but with the exception of Black Bolt, Crystal, Maximus, and maybe if you're a newer uh, comic reader, Ulysses, the Inhumans are really important. The only thing important to them is the Terrigen. I so, maybe I, I'm I'm also a big fan of Karnak. Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, they're all dope in their way. Gorgon, Lockjaw is a fun character. They're, they're cool. Lock, but Lockjaw like, needs to be. Black are they a member of the Illuminati, Ray? So well, I said I said with the exception of Black Bolt. So okay, before we go down this road, I agree with you. The Inhumans are a nice addition; they're not a necessary addition. The other big thing that happened, uh, and again, I want to limit this conversation a little bit. I'm I'm sorry, Tony. You okay? What's this? No, that's okay. I'll 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 wait till the second question to talk then. Oh, oh no, go ahead, talk. Sure, let's hear your opinion. <laughs> No, I don't want to, because you're so smug and in the camera now. That was well played. But, you know, you did skip me. You did skip me, and I didn't watch it. Well, I know, but, I mean, okay, go ahead. But you just don't matter, No, that's fine. That's what he's saying. You just don't matter. Exactly. There we go. That's fine. I thought we were educating the bandwagoner. You're like the last true bandwagoner on the show, so I didn't know. No, No, I don't know. I mean, I, I took second in the hero draft last year, so I don't know. Oh, bandwagoner, you want to be? Um, go ahead. I'll, I can. I can succeed my time. You can. Um, Ray just feels time? so there minimized from the hero draft last year. Succeed my time. Succeed. So yeah, all right, that was three gotcha. minutes. We'll never get back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was that was forty five seconds, and it was less time than all four of you took. So there you go. So the other the other big thing that did happen uh, at in the uh, after post credit scene is that Kamala is relaxing on her bed. Her wrist. Her bangle, which has been kind of beeping and doing some weird stuff uh, towards the end of the episode, starts going off in a weird way. She like heads to her closet and warps out to God knows where. And who should emerge from the co- uh, from the closet? But one Carol 
Danvers, who looks confused, takes a look around the room, seeing all these images of her, and then kind of goes, oh shit, and heads further into Kamala's family's house in scene. Ms. Marvel will be back in The Marvels. Tony, we haven't heard you really contribute very much. I'd love to hear since you watched the last episode of, the, uh, of Ms. Marvel. Let's, let's hear your thoughts on, on this little bit. Uh, everybody's all ears. I'm so glad I finally get to talk. Um, you guys have been so exquisite in your opinions. I've really just been... <laughs> Great points, Tony. All right, let's go to this draft. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, in all honesty, before I answer your question, the one thing I want to talk about from the series is in the finale, where I think one of the coolest things I've seen in all of these streaming series is that community of people, of regular, normal people surrounding them to protect them from the people that are trying to get after them that are they're clearly out of line, right? And even being told by their bosses at the time to get the fuck out of there. So we need more of that in real life. We need more of real life to imitate that art where communities stick together for the things that are going wrong against them so that they all of the communities can be better throughout whatever's going on. So that was one big point I wanted to make. The other thing is, my big equation to this is Aesop kind of used a little bit of Star Wars before is it's all Star Wars, right? The more stories I can get and the more connectivity I can get in each part of the Marvel Universe is going to lead me to better understand what's going to happen, right? And the fact that they leave all these things so open-ended with so many different avenues you can go down, that's why we keep coming back to Marvel. They're doing the best job of doing that right there. Great cash. So I think I know where Kamala went. Yeah. The negative zone. I thought you were going to say and, Narnia because she went into the closet, man. So. <laughs> uh, uh, and Carol I came you out Dave, say Mecca. But, you, you know me better than that, Dave. I don't watch Narnia. I don't know what that is. You know me better than that. About a lot of negative zone preparing for this draft. Um, but <laughs> the re- the only reason that would be important, uh, specifically the negative zone, is I think a lot of us think that, uh, or the belief was that maybe she would the Marvels would be fighting super squirrel or something of a squirrel type deal in, like involving secret invasion i think it's annihilus because annihilus is over the, the negative zone and yes. carol spends a lot of time in the negative zone so um but yeah. also big move because it's good to see the connection between carol and kamala the other big connective tissue that I think people have forgot about is that that bangle and the ten rings from Shang Chi uh, are similar and come from uh, a, a similar place. And so the other thing I wonder is if you remember at the the post tag with Shang Chi, the rings are sending something out, and who is at that meeting? But Bruce Banner and Carol Danvers. Yep. And so. Yeah. For all those people who are out there writing articles right now, complaining about the connective tissue of the MCU, it's there. It's there, and it's starting to come. And you know, and Aesop's, you know, giving you a gesture right now. Article writers, it's there, and it's it's really interesting because I think that folks have really forgotten the amount of work that needs to happen as we do a couple of different things. We have this aftermath of Thanos. And the new normal of a life without Iron Man and Captain America and a life with the Avengers, 
who are have like everything scattered like Thor's off doing a different thing like everybody's off off world or doing whatever i mean it's the first thing that nick fury says to spider-man in far from home is you know where's this person off world where's this person unavailable all these like so this aftermath is taking place and now we're starting to see a few more threads pull stuff together and the next domino to drop i do believe wakanda forever right or is there a well, series in between coming up uh, uh she hulk attorney she hulk is 17th yeah and oh, then, can somebody help me with the timeline? When does the Marvels? Is it slated for the it, February? Didn't, that got February? bumped. No, that got bumped. Right, uh, the Marvels and Quantum Mania. got. I'll look around. it up. But they swap Aesop's right. They swap. I believe it's Quantum Mania and, and the Marvels. But I'll look it up. Gotcha. Cool. Um, it, July twenty eighth. Oh, July. Ouch. Twenty eighth. Twenty twenty three. That's the Marvels. July 28th, 2023. <laughs> so we got time. Uh, if, if I may uh, just jump in real fast. Uh, you know, this is, this is the equivalent right now to phase one of the first run. And guess what? There was almost no connective tissue outside of the Avengers. So chill right. the fuck out, everyone. Uh, two, yeah. I'm going to make a small plea towards the Marvel MCU um, going forward with their TV shows specifically, make better villains. Because outside of uh, Arthur Harrow, I'm going to say most of the TV show villains uh, have been lackluster at best. Uh, they're, they're introduced far too late or they're not a threat at all. And to well, me, that, like, that was like... Like the clandestine, I felt were were secondary to the story that they were telling. Yeah, right. They, like they, they were the right, and which was interesting to me because I like I've never really seen that entity um, as like that, like what they like the way they were behaving. Like that was, that they, was fascinating to me. They probably flipped because when they found out what um, Tombs was doing, they probably had to right. sh- like get tougher. Well, right. and, and even going back to Moon Knight, you know, I say Arthur Harrow, but even then they introduced Amet, you know, the second to last episode and she did next to nothing. Now, I, I get it. She wasn't meant to be the big bad, but, you know, really start to value your villain villains, um, because that's one of the best parts of the MCU. Going back to our conversation last week with Thor Love and Thunder. Gore is the best part of that movie for me. I don't know how everyone else feels. But he, Christian Bale's gore between a story and performance is masterful. Um, and I wish that the TV shows would kind of take that as well. I'm a little bit nervous about She-Hulk in that same sense because, you know, we've seen at least three different villains off the top of my head. Uh, you know, so to me, Who like that. Who there besides Titania? Uh, we, the Abomination we, shows up. And we also had Frogman. Uh, in a you know a yeah, still yeah. shot, you're right. You're right. not that you're he right. was meant to be anything crazy, but well, and and I'll be interested to see what that show actually turns out to be, whether it's a bunch of non sequitur episodes or whether it has like this unifying narrative with She Hawk Attorney or Wall. Yeah, it's it's got like an Ally McBeal feel to it, right? It does. It very, it very it much does. So, but we will we will uh, react to that um, in the future. Pla- last thought before we before we head into a commercial break. 
just real quick, man, I wanted to address some of the critics. Like, I can understand why this next phase of Marvel has received some of the criticism that it has. I mean, you know, there's no Captain America. There's no Iron Man. Like y'all said, Thor's off doing his own thing. But you also have to remember, man, it was, what, 12 years worth of movies that built to the crescendo that was in-game. You know, and, and I know they probably had to pivot another time as well with the untimely demise of Chadwick Boseman. So to use a wrestling parlance, it's going to take a second to get some of these newer characters over. But I feel as if Marvel has built up enough goodwill. They literally have paid everything off up until this point. There's been no thread left loose. You know what I mean? So I feel like they've earned our benefit of the doubt. So everybody just needs to chill the fuck out and relax. It's it's, Mar- it's going to be Marvel, okay. All right. Marvel haven't, hasn't made an outright bad movie yet. Right. All right. The dark so world. Two last, what's that? The Dark World. The Dark World is not a bad movie. It's just there. All right. It's it's fine. It's the definition of fine. All right. Last it ain't, it ain't Morbius, Pat. It ain't. Last two thoughts. Jesus Christ, you guys. Last two thoughts uh, before we go. One, I would say out of all the characters that they've introduced and built, I feel like they've done the best work with Miss Marvel and Kamala Khan and just how she has presented. It is a breath of fresh air. She is amazing. And then you talked about scenes that were a highlight for me. When Damage Control walks into the mosque and says, I need to see some ID, and they're all holding their ID up and ready, don't tell me that Marvel doesn't pay attention to the, what's going on in the world around us and doesn't make a point because they absolutely do. They just know how to do it in a way that makes it palatable to white people. All right. When we come back, we will kick off the galactic villain draft, the cosmic villain draft. You are listening to Bandwagon Nerds here on the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, welcome back and welcome in to the second Bandwagon Nerds comic book draft this year. Dun, 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 dun. Do 
if Patrick wanted that dub, he would have asked for the actual music. You guys suck. I mean, okay, I was kind of... Hey, leave smug prickness to Patrick, Tony. You can't pull it off, sir. I mean, I am the master. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, that slide. So, gentlemen, welcome in to day one of our two-day comic draft. We are going to split this up into two parts. We are doing cosmic-level villains today. And then in two weeks, that's right, two weeks, we will be doing our more earthly villain draft. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm excited. The draft order has not yet been determined. We are going to determine it on air. We are going to do this snake draft style for all of you fantasy drafters out there. That means that if you have the first pick, it will go one through six. And then whoever has the sixth pick will start round two. Once we get through our first three picks of the draft we will then take our second commercial break before heading into the final three rounds after the draft is done noble listener head over to bandwagon nerds uh, on the twitter at bandwagon nerds where there will be two polls we will divide the team because you can't put six people in a poll so we are going to have two separate polls of three those two team those those uh, our drafts will be put up against each other Whoever emerges as the tops in those two polls will then head into a final, and that will be our determined winner. Yep, that's right. It's a mini tournament. It's gonna be great. How are we gonna divide? How are we gonna pick what three are in each? Should we determine that before we draft? We will do a randomizer second time around as well. We're not gonna do any seeding. We're gonna do Jews and not Jews. Or you could just pick the top three and the bottom three, or just you know, or the or <laughs> evens and evens and odds. Blacks and Jews, which leads Tony and uh, Mr. O'Dowd uh, with the short end of the stick. It's <laughs> automatic fire <laughs> to the final, Patrick. They're vying for the a third spot in the final. Sweet, right. I like so, that better. All right. Well, regardless, all of your opinions are trash, and I will make a decision, and you will live with it. That's how this is gonna go. So to make sure that you all know there's nothing nefarious that happens with the draft order, I'm going to share my screen. I have taken the liberty of entering everybody's name into our website, this website, random.org. Can everybody see random.org in front of them? Indeed. Everybody except for Aesop. There it is. Now I can't see it. Well, we can still see you moving around and talking. I'm going to go ahead and hit the randomizer, and when you fall oh, out of the phone, I'll come back. I got it. We're good. All right. So, drum has randomized. All right. With the first Oh. Man. Odds are ever in my favor. Followed by Patrick. With the third pick will be PC Tunny. Oh, Dave. Oh, no. No, oh, I got the worst spot. I'm number five. Yeah, I would Dave, rather, in essence, picks I'd rather, twice. So Dave's got yeah. the best pick. Yeah, because he picks twice, basically. Yeah, he's the only one with two of the top seven. And then finally, Dave Ungar. The thing that I think is funny about that is just Dave's quest uh, to get his top pick. Oh, we'll go I, I don't plan. think it's happening, Pat. I just Bill, don't Bill see it happening. In the draft. Okay, so then... Uh, we'll we'll discuss how we want to do uh, the polls, but I'm not going to do a lot of uh, a lot of pontificating and building. Congratulations on your you winning the draft lottery, Aesop. 
you will have uh, the first pick. I'm going to track everyone's pick. I got a nice blank score sheet here. This will also help me not get lost in the order the way I do when we do our countdown list. Writing mine um, out as well. And here's the big, here's Patrick O'Dowd's big board. Uh, also there for you. I'm sure everybody's got a big board. Um, but without further ado, Aesop, who do you choose with your first pick? All right, number one, I'm taking... Uh, no! Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm taking my personal favorite DC guy, because I think the DC universe is stronger here as far as Cosmic is concerned. Oh, Give oh, me Darkseid. Oh, okay. Aesop, good pick. Darkseid number one. Kick it off big with Darkseid. Make, make sure you steal his relatives. So... I'm going to, it's funny, with my pick, I'm going to go to the Marvel comic side of things. And the guy I'm going to pick, uh, I think everybody knows, because uh, I put it in the poll when I said who's going to be the first pick in the draft. And this is a guy who starts on Earth, but I, he's good. He's he's my top pick. I'm going to tell you the top. He's my top pick in both the Earthly draft and the Cosmic draft. That's Dr. Victor Von Doom. The man. Excellent. Killed the Beyonder and took his fucking powers. That is some hardcore shit. And then altered reality. Because that's what Dr. Doom does. So all hail Dr. Doom. That's pick number two. And I'll mark him off the big board and turn it over to PC Tunney. I uh, I am going to go DC, which is not a big uh -oh. surprise, right? Um. There's a couple different ways I think I could have gone here, but I'm going to go with a guy who's already destroyed the universe countless times. He's a bit of a perfectionist, if you will. Uh, battled with Superman. He, he, he's taken care of a lot of business as far as you looking at uh, taking care of uh, heroes. I'm going with Imperiax. Imperiax. Excellent. He was on my first round big board, so no argument there. First shock of the draft, uh, gentlemen. I'm going DC, but I'm going somebody you guys may not Don't do it. Don't do it because I was going to take this first. Oh no! Um, you, I, I sincerely doubt you. You, I'm sincerely I'll doubt you. Hold about. on, I'll I'll circle it right now in case you got it right. Go ahead. Okay, bet. Um, somebody you guys would have thought about, but is probably maybe the most dangerous comic book character ever created, Doctor Manhattan. <sighs> okay. PC, uh, PC, do you want to show off that uh, that pick you had, just in case? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I think I know who Tony was talking about, but uh, no, that's not how it's going for yet. I think I know who he's talking about, too. Christopher Platt. To this, you, is this is crazy, Dave. man. My first four picks are still on the board here, so now I'm vasculating between Wait, I was so number worried one and I, number two. I, I didn't even hear who your pick was. I was so worried that you were going to pick my person. What was from, your pick? From Watchmen. It was Dr. Dr. Manhattan. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. I got you. I got you. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm now, would we call him the... a villain, though? He yeah, destroyed. He created a rebirth. He destroyed a whole timeline. Yeah. I guess. That's I the guess. blue light guy, well, right? Right. We'll yeah. let the voters okay. decide. Yeah, he does both. I don't know. We'll I'm let going... America decide. Oh, shit. Yeah, because like that, that works like out that well for us. that progressive commercial. <laughs> Denied. It's like, oh, All right. Potty. Sorry, Clyde. I've cut, oh. I've, I've cut you off twice, man. You, it's you, all good, you, you man. I make a living out of cutting everybody else off, so I had it coming. You know what? I'm going to go with the guy who has proven to be a leader of men and aliens, 
He has a plan. He sticks to it. He makes the necessary sacrifices needed to go through with his plan. Plus, he's probably, in, in terms of uh, the vote of public chalk. opinion, yeah, I'm going chalk here. Yeah, in, in terms of public opinion, he's going to be high on the list right now. And I'm, that's my big purple friend. I'm going with Thanos. Oh, I thought it was Barney. And, and Dave, <laughs> you know what? look what, look what happened to you in the first uh, round. I wanted Ball Dave's team. spot so bad. This is a great spot to pick right here. Great spot to pick. <laughs> well, Dave, you get you can get your guy. Him, I am Dave, so. Dave, make him, Dave, make him a second round pick. You can pay him less. Yeah, there That's you right. go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I thought about him. Like I vacillated between the two. I know who Dave well, is about I'll, to pick. It. it I'll was, trade it you, Doc. I'll trade you, Doctor Doom, for cash and compensatory picks in later in 2024. Cool. And a villain to be named later. Sounds like the cap- right. sounds like the Capitals' free agency strategy. Anyway, um, <laughs> no surprise who my number one pick is going to be, and that is going to be the big purple other the other big purple guy, sort of Chris, uh, and that's Galactus. Is that Galactus the person or Galactus the cloud? The person. The cloud doesn't count. Ray. The cloud does gotcha. not count. Ray. Um, there's more mystery to my second pick though. Like Tony's saying, this is kind of an enviable position to be in. So I'm kind of going to go. Yeah. yeah, You guys are going, no, I don't think I'm going to pick surfer number two, but uh, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box with some of you guys have gone a little outside the box with your first picks. And I'm going to leave DC and Marvel behind and go image for my number two pick and pick Omni man. Got Omni Man number I, two. I had him listed as a third rounder in my projected draft. So nice, nice, valid. That's a good pick. It is. Look at that. So Platt, that moves the second round to you. Who you got? I feel like this is going to be somewhat of a controversial pick, but I feel like he is the strongest villain in the entire X Men universe. I'm going oh, to pocket yeah. this. Yeah. Apocalypse, all right. Yeah. Talk about controversial picks. <laughs> My pick. <laughs> controversial. You guys might even veto said pick. I don't care. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember this one. Going for the I remember I'm going, this question. Going for the greatest villain ever created. Going with Anakin Skywalker himself, Darth Vader. Ooh. I'm okay with all that. Right. He's I now I asked for the for the record, I asked before I picked him. Does it have no. to be a character that was created in a comic, or can it be a character that is a just a major comic book character now? His strength so I, I, leave this, I, leave, I, I actually leave one. this to the group because you now. Yeah. I will say, last year I, you declined this as a pick, Pat. Just for the record, last year you said no to this. Can I, I? I'm can okay I, letting I, it go though, because he is like Ray says. He is in a. I mean, there Vader had his own comic series. I mean, geez. Can I can I also speak to the jury? Um, I, I would like this to carry through to the next round because he's he's got some bullshit up his sleeve, is what he's saying. All right, go ahead. Fuck yourself, Aesop. <laughs> so I've seen. So we have three votes in favor. I will not cast a vote until I hear from Platinum Aesop your rulings on Ray's selection of Darth Vader. I'm rooting for everybody's black, so. It abides. I let it play. Let it All right, play. let's go. Ray's second overall pick is James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I put it down in ink, and we have now established the rule that if the character shows up in comics in some way, shape, or form, they are now considered uh, eligible. 
Ray, All right. Ray, is there a villain in Fern Gully? I'm the... just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dream. America. That's man. That's man. man yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go save that for the earthly draft. <laughs> so that then brings it to you, PC Tunny, with your, your pick. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take someone that has already been known to drain the powers of Galactus. Um, and if you thought the anti-monitor was bad, I'm going with Krona. Solid pick. Interesting. Teddy did his uh, Google search this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he certainly did. Well, uh, I'm going to make it here or not. You know, they're good picks, but I, I sincerely doubt you've heard of Imperiax and Krona before today. <laughs> Well, I sincerely doubt a lot of us heard of a lot of the fucking people you had to come up with to make 36 cosmic fucking villains. I mean, well, I, I, did. I know, I know all of these. I just got to make six. I, I, make I, I, do, I do have to say that I appreciate you name dropping my second round pick, though, in discussing why you didn't pick the anti-monitor and allowed Doom to then take the anti-monitor um, to use as his, as his primary big bad, throwing it out there. Uh, so the anti-monitor is my second pick. Ooh, all Solid right. Pick. Back to I me. Got a uh, I'm I'm not going to mince words here. Give me Doomsday. Nice. That's a great <sighs> second round block. pick. Pod was hoping. Pod was debating on to take the anti-monitor or Doomsday there. Hope, I'm wondering. Sorry. Come around. Either. No. Either. I, I literally uh, think Doomsday is the dumbest character. I, I think he's I think he's a stupid character in concept, and whatever. Still can't. You still can't. Uh, you know, uh, try uh, to tell uh, me his importance to the comic. Literally that's unkillable. The best God, could, like he is unkillable. If you can kill God, right? No, I get it. It's stupid, in my opinion. I think the character's dumb. I don't think he's interesting. And that, that that's what they went with to kill Superman in the death of Superman. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. And Aesop, it is also your turn to kick off the third. Yes. And uh, let me get uh, another uh, entity that has never been done right in any uh, movie ever. Give me the Phoenix Force. God damn it. So, so when you me, say the Phoenix Force, are you saying Team Gray oh. as the Dark Phoenix, yes. or are you saying the Phoenix Force in its entirety? Oh, I'm Thank taking the Phoenix Force in its entirety. Thank you, because Why I wouldn't needed you? a clear clarification on that, because I didn't know if they were two separate characters or not, but clearly... No. Well, that, that does lead the next question for the clarification of this draft. Does the Dark Phoenix slash Jean Grey still on the board, or are we saying she's off? I, I think she's I'm off. Seeing yeah, that's Ray still the Phoenix Force. Off. Corrupting. I think she's off. She's off. I think it's the whole. So that that does it. All right. So Dark Phoenix off. Good pick though, man. Good picks up. Yeah, thank you. All right. Never mind. Um, Doctor Doom, with with it with his cabal uh, of crazy crazies uh, and people he can control and manipulate, is going to go with one of the most unstable and dangerous characters in all of the Marvel comic universe. Literally somebody who can unravel your molecules and wipe you from existence. Oh. Oh, Molecule Man. Molecule Man is my number three pick. So all of pa Patrick's whole entire Marvel part of this draft is coming from Secret Wars. Basically. Doctor Doom is so much more than Secret Wars, dude. 
other than he did take the Beyonders power. I see where I know where you're going. <laughs> and, and 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 was and it was powered by Molecule Man. As as it is, he also is a magician. He you know has also done magic. Uh, he's 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 got it all, man. Technologically advanced. All hail Doom and PC Tunny. You seemed you seemed surprised by the Molecule Man pick. You have forty no, good one. names I was, on your draft board, was, so. I, yeah, I, I got a lot of names. Um, I would have thought that was going to go later. I thought about it, but I wanted him now. Oh, man. Molecule man, no matter what. That's what I wrote on a little piece of paper. <laughs> I hope I'm saying this right, because this is someone that just, you know, he can destroy all of the multiverse by absorbing it, which seems pretty fucking impressive to me. So Amatsu Mikabashi is what I'm going with right here. Oh, yes. God bless you. I have no idea who that is. It's a Marvel, uh, it's a Marvel uh, cosmic villain. Yeah. Uh, can you spell that for the audience, please? M-I-K-A-B-O-S-H-I. He, he, I mean, he's taken on Thor, shape-shifting, matter-bending, everything. Uh, I, I was just messing with you, dude. I, I didn't I have it all. I, oh. He was in my, my six-round yeah. selection. There you go. There you go. All right, that moves it on to Mr. Ray Cash with his third pick. Well, I could use this guy to help me understand who the hell that guy was. Um, <laughs> the only 12th level intellect in the world. Oh. Or in the universe. Ooh. And probably the scariest villain that anybody in the Justice League has ever fought. Cora Brainiac. Adam Seventh mm. on my list. Brainiac was the last of my first round <laughs> selections and would have been my backup had Doom been swiped first. Seventh on my DC list, right? For the record, Brainiac honestly is a first round pick. The fact that I got him in third is amazing. That's a steal. It's a steal. It's all about how you're it's it's all about what you're building though. And once like Dr. Doom and Brainiac, they're gonna be too busy trying to kill each other. Actually, all of these groups are gonna be too busy trying to kill each other. Like none of these groups survive. That's how they end up failing. That's what villain cabals always do. Flat, you're up, my friend. Your third pick. This is tough, man, because you know, first and foremost, the, the, the Phoenix Force, that kills me because that was going to be my second round pick, man, because I, <laughs> I I was all looking forward to picking Apocalypse first. I didn't think that Galactus or Thanos was going to fall to me. So Apocalypse was going to go one. Phoenix Force was going to be two. Brainiac was going to be three. So now I'm scrambling. We're in the, the war room right now, scrambling, trying to pick up the next you know best guy or woman on the board here. Um, I'm gonna go That's Kang. Available. Yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Go Kang. Yeah, Mister Phase Four himself. One of my favorites. Y'all took my second and third already, so so thank That's you. Okay. Uh, so That's so much it. for that Black and Jew alliance, man. That's we are already still, undercutting it, each other, right? That's, that's, that's <laughs> what are you still, talking about? The Black a, and Jews going at each other—that makes sense. That's <laughs> still a, that's still a value pick, according to my big board. As I had him as a second rounder, and you got him in the third. So there you go. Dave Ungar, you get to wrap up the third round, and then we're going to go into a commercial break. So what do you got for us here, man, with your third pick of the draft? So I got a Marvel villain. I got an image villain, indie villain. I'm going DC, Sinestro. Ooh. Well picked. He was also on my second round big board, so I approve. We, uh, we, need, a, we, need, a, we need a Mel Kuyper 
to kind of report and analyze on this. Todd, 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 Exactly. And, you know, Sinestro, the ultimate um, foil to the Green Lantern, whether it be Hal Jordan, whether it be any of the others, he, he's never gone and, and far out of realm. And gentlemen, we are making damn good time so far on this draft. Well done. We're going to head into our second commercial break. And when we come back, everyone, we will be wrapping up the Cosmic Villain Draft. Now, before we, before we do that, is this because we don't know as much about these villains? And so we just oh, yeah. don't have as much to 100%. talk about? 100%. Well, 100%. I got made fun of. Give me anecdotes that I've looked up over the last week, which has taken a whole week to do this. Okay. So give me a little respect there. But that's the most talking there's been. Everybody's like, oh, that's a really good pick. I like that guy, too. <laughs> I was trying to be nice and I, not expound upon talked, everything. I've talked a, I've talked a little bit about each of my selections. I think that's fair to do. And I you just, can talk about them more. I figure we would talk about our teams as a whole at the end of this a little bit more is what I was That, just that may happen as well. And just say why fair ours enough. is better than everyone else's. Todd, 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 Todd. Exactly. And Todd is going to take a break, and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up the Cosmic Villain Draft. You are listening to Bandwagon Nerds on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, welcome back to the second ever Bandwagon Nerds comic draft, comic book villains, the cosmic comic book villains. We have had a solid first three rounds so far. David Ungar left us off by picking Sinestro with his third round pick, and he gets to kick us off with his fourth pick for his ultimate cosmic villain team who's it gonna be so this is my one that i'm i'm like looking at my big board and thinking you know i'm gonna do this to create a little bit of controversy but my fourth pick is gonna be wanda maximoff and i mean argument there yeah I, i i mean i know she's considered a hero we saw what she can do in multiverse of madness but i know pat and i are very fond of the house of m storyline you can't tell me that somebody who wipes out Every fucking mutant on the face of the planet isn't a villain or a cosmic villain. Fair. For, for most of my life, my comic book reading and all of the X-Men shows and stuff I've watched, I only knew Wanda as a villain. It wasn't until the MCU when I got older that I saw that she was uh, had goodness in her other than, you know, being scarred from her dad. So, hey, that's a really good pick. She can bend reality at her will. Yeah. No, I, I can't. I, I can't argue that she's not a villain. Uh, she does villainous things. Uh, you know, part of it is her own instability and her own mental health, but definitely, um, I think qualifies. Plus, we allowed Darth Vader to be drafted, so at this point, <laughs> we might, we might rules, see her daddy later on. We might see her daddy later on too. You never know. Shocker! Uh, Asteroid M, dude. Like, no, he's not there. All right, Christopher Platt, your turn. Your fourth round pick, sir. 
so I have my franchise players. So now I'm thinking in regards of team building at this particular point in time. This guy, he has first round talent. He doesn't always necessarily play well with others, but I feel like my vision in my head, I can see you can appeal to his intellect and his reasonability and kind of get him to fall in line. He has military experience, and I see he and Thanos, I think that they can work well together on the Stockton Malone, Shaq and Kobe, Jordan Pippen side of the game. So with my fourth round pick, I'm going to Planet Krypton, General Zod. I really thought it was Kyrie Irving you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because Kyrie Irving can't be cosmic because the Earth is flat. Oh Ew, wow! No. Wow, that was oh. that was great. great. That was well said. Thank you, thank you. That was I, the hey. best appropriate sports cosmic joke ever. Thank you. Hey, one good one every six months, baby. That's, I'm the, I'm there for you. <laughs> you got a Good night, everybody. <laughs> I, right, I have to get off. I have to get off now while I'm still going. Ray General Zod. So General Zod is a pick, good huh? pick, by the way. No, General, <laughs> no, General Zod is a good pick. pick. Yeah, as a as a as a leader of minions and armies, he, he is a soldier. So, like Vision with Thanos, that could be a very dangerous team up. Ray Cash, your pick, your fourth pick. So, when we're talking about universes, we can we're talking we can also talk about complete other dimensions. I'm going to speak of I'm I'm going to pick a villain, the only villain I've ever seen in my lifetime who lost a battle because he got annoyed. I'm going with Dormammu. <laughs> I have a bargain for you. Dormammu's up there, man. Good pick. I was hoping to snag him. Oh, look at that. Snaking from the draft. Yes. Dormammu who just got tired of the tedious at one point. Uh, he's also just been defeated by Doctor Strange uh, from time to time. Oh, as right. Well. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like that, that has happened. But everybody's on here is lost. I mean, you want to talk about Doom and Reed Richards? Well, that's true. Doom never wow. really lost. He just, wow. he just went to what a segue. What a segue for my next pick. I'll give you someone that can't be defeated. My fourth round pick is the D Creator, the Shadow of God at the beginning of the universe. No, it literally cannot be stopped. It can only be contained. All right, Pooh Richardson. That's a deep <laughs> cut for those that know. <laughs> I, I, I really want to play pick. the crickets right now. Yeah, like fourth round pick. Like I feel like this is an overvalue um, at this point. We just said everyone that we're going to pick has been defeated. I have the only villain cosmically that's never been defeated, never will, never can. My team will never lose. We'll never be done. We'll never, we'll never, we might lose battles. We'll never lose a war now. Well, i pick a team. Just pick him and be done. First round pick done. Yeah, yeah. Hang up call. You know what? Just throw your other, other uh, three picks away. Let them uh, go back into the draft pool. No, 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 no. (laughs) TV ratings. No, good point. So I'm looking at my team and much like Ray, I need, I, I don't know if I'd call it a soldier, but I do need another co- co- sort of cosmic force out there, kind of my cosmic peacekeeper or a uh, way to throw around. And I'm going to go with a member of the Summers family from Marvel, uh, the, the bad seed of the Summers Franklin. family. What's that? Franklin. No, his name is not Franklin. The turtle. Vulcan. Okay. 
I'll go with Vulcan. Uh, and his war with uh, Black Bolt is kind of legendary, but uh, amongst other things. So he is going to be my basically. If he was, if he, if he wanted to, he would wipe out Earth, but he's too busy trying to take over the cosmos. So it's Gabriel Summers, by the way, is his name, not Franklin. You're thinking of oh, did Gabriel I say? Richards. Yeah, okay, he said yes. Franklin. Gabriel see, you, Summers. You, you, you see how yeah I I heard Richard. You see how quick I fucked up. How good the goodwill I got real fast. Yeah, it doesn't take much. <laughs> did you have I didn't good, did you. you have goodwill? Goodwill Ray? I I don't remember good the good wheels. wheels. Good wheels too. Well, no, I definitely don't have good wheels. <sighs> He's got pow pow power wheels. Power oh, wheels. No. <laughs> All right. Pop. Every, there are still pop a lot of high quality cosmic villains out there, Aesop, and you get to pick two back to back. So, nice. and I do. where are you going? Where are you going with your next pick? Well, I had a Lantern Corps uh, idea as well. It wasn't Sinestro, though. I personally feel a Blackest Night. Uh, my oh. damn it. So no, I'm taking Necro. No, oh. you fucking uh, ass. That was my oh. pick. No oh. wonder if D Creator would have come around to me. Damn it. Oh, I, I don't think anyone was picking D Creator at any yeah. time. No, I, honestly, God, not on this list. <laughs> I had to have I had to have the only undefeated villain ever. Oh dog. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> so many people That's wanted right. Necron. That's he, right. He was my ne- I will say this. Good job, Aesop, because he was my next pick. Thank you. Thank so. you. Um now I I wanna <sighs> Give pick. this um, my next one as uh, something to ask for the field again, because I had like the Phoenix Force, which is like an entity. And I, I have another entity, I think, that I, we know is very destructive. Um, we've seen them attached to so many different I characters. I know exactly where you're going. Can Fuck. I take the symbiote? Fuck. Oh, that's not who I thought you were going with. Me neither. Um, I don't no, think I, you I take think... the symbiote because there's so many, and they all have so many different personalities. Yeah, but I that's don't know. a lot of the Green Lantern villains, too, you know? So, so, so what, y'all going to force him to take to choose between Venom and, or Carnage or something like that? Is that what y'all saying? Because oh, Venom, I would say, Carnage, Rage, there's so many I of would them. say the symbiote... Right, will, I mean, I, but I'm, I'm saying this because I, I thought I was going to be able to pick up the symbiote in the later rounds. As a glue guy, <laughs> you know me. So as a glue I, I, guy, I'm guy but I'm yeah. I'm done. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, on the Draymond Green side of the game as well. That's what I was. Are thinking, you talking you know? about the Venom symbiote? I was just talking the symbiote in general because you don't know what it is when it's not attached to to an entity. To be fair, if we allowed Aesop to take the entire Phoenix Force in its entirety and all variations of it, I feel like this is the exact same thing. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. But the Phoenix Force is a force. There's a planet of symbiotes. They come from somewhere. Okay. Well, the symbiote was introduced, again, let's go back to Secret Wars. It was introduced in Secret Wars as something that Peter Parker found while participating in Secret Wars that made him comparable to the rest of the supervillains there. So is there a planet of symbiotes that they made up later that I'm just missing in the comics? Or is that because the, then that symbiote gives birth to Carnage and basically every symbiote. Well, Carnage is there, a piece of Venom. You know what I mean? Like right, that, that's true. That's so like, would you say that? But again, I I look at it as the symbiote is a single entity that does spread 
uh, and infects. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's again, like, if not, I will gladly you know defer to a different choice. But it's oh, just I mean, like the Phoenix Force attached itself to Jean Grey as she became the Dark Phoenix. Like there's some parallels there, and if we let the Phoenix, we let him take the Phoenix and all of its entities and in, in, in all of its totality. I feel like this is very similar. So, so to me, the, here's how I look at it. It's the where does the origin come from? Because the Phoenix Force is just an entity that is completely non-existent. Is it the Phoenix Force can't Im- embed multiple people well, at once? It's only one person at once. There's like hundreds of symbiotes that have been that in the I think Ray. Well, have ever at the same time? Yes. In the same storyline, they fight each other all the time. Well, then, yeah, then we can't do that, I don't think. Well, the symbiote is like an amoeba. So, it, I mean, it, yes. it splits into multiple characters, but it was one one entity yeah. at one point. So that's, but are that's they my all, but, I, but, are they, but if they're fighting each other, they're not all working together, so therefore it can't be the same force, right? Well, so to, so to Aesop's point on his side, they don't really, well, the movies say, but if we're talking comics-wise... They don't really have a personality. They take the personality of the person that they that they embed, which is why Venom is e- was evil because he took the personality of um, Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock, and that's why Carnage is it so crazy because he takes it from Cletus. So, all right, I'm I'm on both sides of the fence. All right, well now it's time to choose a side of the fence. So, by a show of thumbs, I I no, would love to see up. Dave and Patrick vote first. Uh, I'm, I'm getting my vote out the way. I say thumbs up. Uh, plus, I, I'm jealous because Ray, are you be saying Ray? Ray, are you saying what I'm saying that if Dave and Patrick vote the same way, we're going to vote the same way as them? Well, I want to vote last because I'm the only one that probably feels on both sides of the fence. I, everybody, like I don't know if everybody. Vote. If you guys split, I do feel a certain way. But if you guys feel the same, I will agree. Yeah, I'll go with the majority happily. I don't know how Pat feels. I I kind of think like. The symbiotes are a little bit different than the Phoenix Force. I'd probably vote against it. Just, I think Ray brought up a really good point that there is multiple symbiotes all at once. And other than X-Men versus Avengers where the Phoenix Force got split, I really have never seen you know, multiple people holding the Phoenix Force at once. And I don't know. When I think of Phoenix Force, I just think of Dark Phoenix. When I think of symbiotes, I think of like 10 other entities. So that's where I probably have a little bit of an issue with it. So if what... With one for and one against, shockingly, I'm going to thumbs up it. Uh, and I go back to the symbiote story arc where that one, where, where symbiote started taking over everyone. And it was basically the same consciousness all the way through. Then I'm going to go with the way I leaned instead of agreeing with the, the Patrick and David union, which is split. Um, I agree with Dave and Ray. You get to make the decision on this. You bastard ass. That's the way I see you asked you for last right that. into this door. I told you I had a way to go. So if they split, you, you were fucked either way. I mean, you knew that you said it after I said it, bro. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn how to speak um, fluent Tunny, man, because you would have been able to avoid that pitfall because he was walking <laughs> into it the whole goddamn time, man. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. Stop. I love you, man. I do, and I I I I want I, 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 I want to let you have whatever you want, 
but I just don't see the symbiote as one entity. And I'm so sorry. And therefore. Please forgive me. Because I feel bad. Because y'all let me have one. So I feel bad. Yo, the Price is Right music, man. We need it right now. (laughs) 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 All right, Aesop. So your vote has been turned, or, or your choice has been rejected. That means that you get to now pick a different number five. Kick off this sure, round five and stop it. Sure do. <laughs> that was the <laughs> longest. That was the longest uh, mile we ever. I like. I like that conversation. That I is do. what is good about these things. Yes. Well, like I said, uh, you know, maybe make that a separate poll uh, and see where the, where the the crowd votes on because that's, that's a fun a one. Talk about. Sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. So then, if I have to change it up a little bit. Uh, I am going to take, uh, something else that, uh, yeah, let's see. Where do I want to take granny goodness? Take her. Take granny goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't give me that. Um, but she's she's on my big board while y'all bullshit. Stop with the name drops and let the motherfucker pick. Hey, I put uh, Granny Goodness on the uh, the background for Pat that I made. So, you know, say what you want. Which, but which I uh, need I, that I, file. Didn't I send it to you? No. Oh, well, shit. Uh, give me the exact opposite of Eternity. I want a Braxis. Ooh, nice, nice choice. Pick. Nice yeah. choice. That was an excellent, like that. excellent choice. And that guy fucked some shit up mm. repeatedly. All right, a Braxis pick. All right, so now I'm at this crossroads here as I get to the fifth pick. Because I'm looking at my second-round big board, and I still have three names listed on my second-round big board. Oh, boy, here we that, go. That haven't been selected yet. What do you here mean, we oh, go. boy, here we go. That's, that's uh, why I pick before my pick. I'm always like, oh, boy, here we go. I also have uh, – see, this is where the draft gets hard, you guys, because do I, do I stick with my plan or do I go in a different direction? I think I'm going to stick with my plan. Um, and tell you all uh, a little story about a Superboy gone wrong who um, decided that he was the only one worthy of being Superboy and wiped out any and other, any and all other Kryptonians that he could or anyone who would try to take on the mantle of Superboy and became Superboy Prime. And so Superboy Prime nice. is my pick in the fifth round for this draft. And that is me avoiding the temptation of three other names on my second round big board. Two of which were granny goodness. <laughs> yes. So it would be to me. It would be to you. I will take a cosmic cyborg, basically, you know, after he betrayed the human race, uh, you know, with the brotherhood of Baldoon, I believe I am pronouncing that correctly. Someone who not only can wield the powers of Galactus and the Grandmaster, but also the power cosmic and has defeated not only the Avengers, but the guardians of the galaxy. I'll take Michael Korvac. He, he fights in underwear. <laughs> you know what? So, so do you. What the fuck? <laughs> You're a wrestler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to be fair. To be this fair. This is why Brad and I get along at the end because we have the same point to make. We both want <laughs> to burn Aesop Mitchell. To be and fair. That's why you want to burn a Jew? Really? Did you just say that? Wow. Wow. Oh, and, oh, and, and to Jesus. be fair, ASAP doesn't wrestle in underwear. He wrestles in tights. Yes. 
Oh, shut up, Ray. Tights <laughs> and trunks. Okay, yeah, you know, I, you know I'm not, I was gonna, I was gonna, I'm not even gonna do that. I'll, I'll just, I'll just do that. You know, <laughs> I feel like I'll we've back. let the world burn with this episode of Midwagon <laughs> Urge. Like we're that, we're that gif of Elmo holding his arms up with fire in the background. Some, uh, I like the some men want to watch the world fine. burn, Pat. We got four of them on here. They, so. they do. <laughs> we'll probably he'll probably be drafted like first or second in two weeks. And Ray Cash. Your fifth-round pick, sir. Get us back on track. My fifth-round pick is Necron. You can't pick him. <laughs> yeah. Womp, Damn womp, it. Womp. That was never going to be your fifth-round pick, by the way. No, it really was. I swear to God. I put on everything no, I love. For you, and it was going to be my fifth-round pick. Oh, well, you suck. Good. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> if comic-wise, you know, uh, us MCU viewers believe that Iron Man defeated Thanos, but us comic fans know it was Adam Warlock. Well, he wasn't always so good. I'm going with the dark version of Adam Warlock. I'm going with the Magus. The Magus is a good pick. He was one of the uh, second round names still on my list that I was debating on whether to get. That was hard, Aesop. Thank you. That's Hello. what she said. <laughs> But, but how's your big board looking here as you head into your penultimate pick of the draft? It's actually, this pick is a little more difficult than I anticipated it, Patrick, because there's a lot of talent still left on the board here. And as much as I, know, I right? want my Draymond Green, uh, I'm going Ultron here. Ultron, okay. That's yeah. That's, yeah. that's That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's got you covered now. Wow, I got a lot of people still on my list here. So I get to do five and bring up the uh, the last round. Huh? Yeah, you're doing five, and then you're kicking off the five, the sixth round. That's right. We are we are struggling right along. Mr. Irrelevant. Who's Mr. Irrelevant this year? Oh, just you wait. So I think number five, uh, this is a character we're going to see a lot more of. Uh, Earth-based, but his power set is definitely not Earth-based. And I'm going Black Adam. Good one good one and you black got it in right under also, the radar before brock turns adam, into a hero so good for you right black adam also was one of the names on my second round board that i was debating now scratched off and um so take us home last pick six round shockingly this guy is still there i'm going loki with the last pick of the sixth round man let me tell you why i never i didn't okay. even put loki on my list because as great as he is, as powerful as he is, he ain't never want to fucking fight in his life. No, he's always going to fuck shit up. That's just what he does. He's going to fuck it up. He's going to carry Dave to second place, though, on the way to fuck it up. Yeah, after I win. So so <laughs> are you taking 616 Loki, Alligator Loki, uh, <laughs> Child Baby, Loki, like Loki, Kid. Low kid. Lady Loki. I'm taking Loki, Loki because name recognition is going to carry my team to victory. Just people that are going to see Loki true. and they're going to say, yep, that's the I know that name. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, that's your fair. last three picks are to name recognition. You have Wanda, you have The Rock, and you have Hiddleston. That, the Rock. Did, he didn't hey. call by his comic book name. He no! called him The Rock. You just he won, he literally him. just won the draft <laughs> by fucking picking to the crowd. Watch. I guarantee you. I hey, Watch. Hey, hey, watch. Tony, nah. 
Hey, good job. wait a second. Good job. I would I would not want to face. That's all one last time. I would not yeah, want to face a threesome. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. I would not yeah, want to face a threesome hits. of Wanda Maximoff, Black oh. Adam, and Loki. That's no, but not you, pleasurable. You'd like to be in a threesome. That, no, that, no, oh, no, there you go, yeah, yeah. Aesop. Too easy. I wouldn't mind. The Rock would be like, holy shit. All right. That's nice. Time for your last pick of the track. I got. I, I still get my glue guy. I still get my Draymond Green. I still get my goon, the dude on the streets that I need. I, all that. I would vote yes on Draymond Green as a cosmic. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. I'm going Green. Venom, baby. And now Aesop presents you. Absolutely not. I have a much better six-round pick. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's Ray's turn. Go for it, buddy. Hey, Dave. Who's supposed to be the, the villain of every MCU film of the last few years? Ah, yes, I was going to pick him. But I was. Ray, you know who else I had I'm on my list? It. It's Mephisto. It. You're the man. Oh. It's Mephisto. Mephisto. Dude, I had I had Fing Fang Foom on my big board just for you, Ray. That's a good pick. <laughs> my boy. That's a good pick. I Fing love Fang it. Fang Chi, Fing Fang Foom? No, I'm looking forward to Fin Fang Foo making his appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Here we Still, go. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for him to show up. Can I, can I a big make it? Fisto's a solid can, pick, man. That is a solid can, pick. Can I disappoint all you guys? I actually agree with Patrick that Fin Fang Foo isn't hasn't. Uh, yes. Yet. Oh, wait for it! Wait for it! This is just for you. This is just for you. <laughs> just for you. Oh, the pause really. Yeah. Helped. There it is. But I don't want you getting comfortable. <laughs> Tony, I'm, just, you some I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Ray picked Mephisto. <laughs> Truly. Yes, I was hoping I had, somebody would pick Mephisto. Myself. I, I had Mephisto. I had Overmind, and I also had. Uh, we're I we're had not Stephen done yet. Hey, I was going to drop it over you. Oh, 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 Okay. Right. Now you guys we're at the today. halfway point, Platt. <laughs> I'm done. Y'all kiss my that. ass. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that one. He's the guy at the fantasy football draft going, hey, everybody, this guy's left. This guy's left. This guy's well, left. I can't believe you left him available. Hey, I got my uh, squad, man. Y'all can kiss my ass. Shit. Well, Tuddy, wrap up your squad of uh, third place villains. Wow. You're calling me a third place already? Well, I'm dead uh, last. Mika Mik- Bosi um, and the decreator. I'm, I'm lacking. I'm lacking. Me. I'm lacking a little bit of dark magic presence. Okay. And I was thinking, who better to draft than the creator of the dark hole, Kathan? Kathan. Kathan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just making sure I heard you correctly. Yeah. All right. I don't know why Aesop left. Team's gonna take last. I just can't wait for Aesop to draft Morbius. No, my, Morbius my, I, last. I'm actually. <laughs> I'm thoroughly comfortable. Why did you laugh, Aesop? You don't even know who that is. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know who half of his team is. Tony has the best team that Google can find. That's all you need to know. Wow. But here's the I thing: is Tony's probably. I, I joked that Tony's going to finish in third place. I'm already comfortable with, with my last place finish. That's usually how these drafts go for me. I'm always okay with that. Yeah. And because I'm okay with that, it's time to get a little weird and get you know, like, we've heard some jokes 
about some like giant oversized creatures. Doom wants one giant crazy oversized creature. And so he hopped over to the DC universe and he's picking Starro the Conqueror. I was hoping Starro would get picked. Well done. Final member. I, I thought for sure you were going Justice League villain. I thought for sure Pat was going ego right there when he's talking about giant <laughs> oversized shit. <laughs> and that brings us to Aesop with Mr. Irrelevant of the uh. You yep. can say it's Mr. Ir- Irrelevant, but I'm telling you right now, this last pick is going to win me this draft okay. because we are missing uh, a key figure in comics, eh, specifically, maybe not American comics, but how about Japanese comics, manga? Give me Frieza. I had him on my list. Oh, by the way, stop. Nobody here knows shit about Dragon Ball Z but me and you. So I don't care. I'm, ta- well I'm going for everyone. Is that Frieza with an E or with an I? I E, I E Z A. You can say Mr. Relevant, but it, and anyone that knows Dragon Ball, Frieza is the top guy. You're talking, and your microphone isn't at your face. Like you're you're holding the finger up and doing the lecture shit, and like nobody can hear a goddamn thing you're saying. That Let's is vote on it. Let's vote on it and screw Aesop's whole draft over. You want to screw me over? I can promise you, I have a, another six round pick. That would oh, it better? Uh, wipe the is floor. Is it better? We could vote on that one too, buddy. Well, hey, look, if you wanna wanna shoot me down, but he's in comics. So I'm kidding. I, uh, I'm kidding. No, I'm no. Kidding. Who's, who's the other yes. one? We're done. So who's the other one? Superman. What? No. What's up, Dave? What are you talking about? Injustice. What's Dave will up, never Dave? let that pass ever. Injustice. I'm sorry. Anyway. Why don't you just pick Ultraman I, I and call it fair. good, man? Just pick Ultraman well, and call it good. Let's <laughs> So let's let's get into that a little bit. Let's talk about the notables. Who was left to free agency? Uh, because there were some names that I am surprised didn't get picked. Uh, and I'll, I'll go first. One of the ones that I was surprised didn't get picked got mentioned throughout this draft more than once by people. Nobody drafted Annihilus. I was really surprised that Annihilus got left on the board. Flat, uh, I'm going to look at you. Anybody on your big board you're surprised didn't get picked up? I'm surprised the Beyonder didn't get picked up, and yeah. I'm also surprised that uh, Mysterio didn't get picked up. Mysterio's—I don't know that I would call uh, the special no. effects picture that is Mysterio. Uh, it's not—he uh, have I so mean, much powers. It's—it his is more technology based. His theatricality, yeah. Well, I mean, Annihilus is on my big board as well, and uh, Silver Surfer. Uh, yeah, I guess Harold Silver Surfer. Look at Dave yeah. being like, uh, uh. Dave, who are you surprised didn't get drafted? Well, Anybody? I think. It just popped in my head when you were talking about something, uh, but Homelander. I mean, there's one that should have been picked yeah. up and wasn't. Um, that wow. would've, that would have been a solid. Wow. Tr- I know. I was just thinking it of was, that. I, I, the one that was the one we couldn't see from the forest, right? Yeah. Well, so I think it's hard it. because we, either, you know, it's it's also interesting just because of the world and the way he's interacted in. Like they don't go to space in the yeah. woods. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. very that, grounded. So true. while. Well, his power set makes a shit ton That's of sense. Well, I can see why we didn't two, think. Two of weeks it. from now, he tune might back, be the number tune, one pick. Yeah, tune back in. I'll tune tell you the um, the one that I think uh, you know we talk a lot about the Lantern Corps Parallax. I mean, Parallax, yeah, was, Parallax yeah, convinced oh, I, Hal I Jordan. Parallax convinces Hal Jordan to massacre half the fucking universe and the Green Lantern Corps and the Guardians on Oa. 
that's I, one that maybe it, slipped by. It, yeah. it, 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 doing on this, my board research, as well. you realize yeah. how many villains Green Lantern Corps had, and was that they right. maybe the greatest rogue villains? I mean, honestly, that at least so, cosmically, cosmic for sure. Parallax sure. is who I thought. Sure. That, yes, is who I thought. Uh, Aesop was talking about when he before he said the symbiotes. Exactly. That's I thought you were going with parallax when yeah. you talked when you when you pushed the symbiote thing. Another, like I, but he's a, I had almost marked it out. He's like another I had villain. Parallax. Yeah, he's another villain that got screwed over because he was portrayed as a stupid cloud. But anyway, he's a cloud. Yeah, yeah, he's a cloud. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Aesop, uh, you and Ray haven't had a chance to jump in. Any other notables? Uh, yeah, a big one is Despero. Uh, that, that's another yeah, name Despero, that I, yeah. I had pretty high on my list. And um, uh, following that, too, like, uh, another ones that got mentioned a lot is Darkseid's, you know, whole posse. So Grady Goodness, Steppenwolf. Like, I mean, there was uh, a good number of them. Uh, another one, too, that I, I thought of um, was Trigon. I have him on my list, too. Was in there. Dark, you didn't mention Kanto from Darkseid as well. Well, I'm I'm just saying that like the whole the whole group of them though it, it like oh, could sure. have been said. And I'll, I'll give another one of the outside of Marvel DC uh, comics, but uh, going down the Power Rangers timeline, you could have went uh, Lord Zed or Zed. Lord Dracon uh, for both of them in like a six round pick, which is a solid choice. You put we had no with what yeah Dracon maybe I was about to say I don't know if it'd be cosmic, but he's yeah okay. So, Ray, anybody else uh, that you had noted? Um, yes. So he said Trigon already. Um, if we're going like Tony level villains, the Living Tribunal, Arishim, people like that. Um, but I have one that you're going to pop for, Patrick. Mojo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, is, he is a good one. He's a good Mojo he's a, world, he's a baby. Mojo world and a fascinating concept because of his ability to control his own dimension and pull people into it and, and Control them by his web is always and, fascinating. And the creator of reality TV. Right. Absolutely. So last uh last name that I uh not necessarily surprised that nobody picked, but outside we we really were a Marvel DC heavy draft, which didn't surprise me at all. Um the only other comic that I really read with any regularity outside of Marvel and DC though was uh Spawn, speaking of image comics, and Malbolgia um was one that I considered or the violator. Uh, slash the clown from I had the violator. I had I had, I had the, the violator. violator. Pat, the other one that I had independent that I thought you might pick would uh, be the adversary. How about yeah, Ag the adversary's Jihad. one. How about Agdru Jihad from Hellboy? Uh, that's yeah, that uh, Hellboy because you could have also gone with Rasputin from Hellboy as well. So there there were still a lot a lot out there. It was a lot of fun. Um, okay, so. Let's let's uh, do a quick run through. Here's what everybody drafted. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aesop, who had the first pick of the draft, he he uh, picked Darkseid, Doomsday, the Phoenix Force, Necron, Abraxas, and Frieza. I had the number two pick. I went with Doctor Doom, the Anti Monitor, Molecule Man, Vulcan, Superboy Prime, and Starro the Conqueror. PC Tony went Imperiax, Krona, Mikabashi, the D Creator. Michael Korvac and Kathan. Ray Cash had number four, and his picks were Dr. Manhattan, Darth Vader, Brainiac, Dormammu, Magus, the Magus, if you will, and Mephisto. Yay. Christopher Platt had Thanos, Apocalypse, Kang the Conqueror, General Zod, Ultron, and Venom. 
And then Dave, wrapping it up, he did get his first pick of Galactus. Uh, and we know which version of Galactus he was going to pick. He, actually, you didn't tell us. Tell I, us, because we put four pictures up. Which version of Galactus out of oh, the yeah. images that I sent yeah. you? Yeah. It was, it was the, first, the first one. The first one. Yeah, that was a good one. First one. Ah, sleeper pick right there. Sleeper pick. So he went with Galactus, Omni-Man, Sinestro, Wanda Maximoff, Black Adam, and Loki. Solid teams all the way around. Well done, gentlemen. All right. Give us give I'm us gonna, your front runners. Well, here's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to give each of you a minute to talk about how great your team is. And we're going to start counterclockwise this time. And I'm going to put Dave on the clock. So Dave, one second. We get to you. Nope. Timer. Not world clock. You have one minute. You have an iPhone. Tell us. Tell us on your team. I'm very happy with my team. I got Galactus, so I've got the, you know, as big and bad as they get. You've got Omni-Man, which is a Superman type of character. You've got the Lantern Corps. Um, You got the mystical stuff with Wanda. Black Adam and and Loki are going to be kind of the foot soldiers, that sort of thing. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased with my team. I think they should do well with whatever variation of competition we're, we're coming up with. Wow. So you need, he needed, we gave him a minute kids. He only used 30 seconds. Look at Dave. Yeah, that's right. That's what she said. Wow. Aesop Mitchell, you are on the clock. One minute, sir, to sell us on your team. Oh, uh, well, first of all, uh, look at my team. I have an absolutely stacked team with the Phoenix Force in there and right in the middle. I have an amazing uh, number two with Doomsday, the brute that's just controlled around Darkseid, leader of the world right there. And Necron allowing himself to kind of go out and find more villains to drag in with uh, using the black rings. Super big sleeper pick as well with Frieza the biggest bad in Dragon Ball history. Uh, Just remember, I have two uh, characters. One killed Superman, one killed Goku. You tell me who wins. Um, All right, well done. You did that in 50 seconds. So I color me impressed. Nobody hitting the buzzer just yet. Ray Cash, your turn. Sell us on your team. Well, thank you, Patrick, for your time. Um, I believe I have the most popular villain of all time in one Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader. I have the most dangerous and most terrifying Justice League villain of all time in Brainiac. I have a guy who just recreates uh, universes at will, Dr. Manhattan. I got two guys that create their own, create and run their own uh, dimensions in Dormammu and Mephisto. And the guy who beat Thanos, I got him cricket in the Magus. I'm out here. Well done. Easy Tunny. Nobody's gone the full minute. Everybody's staying under time. Can you do it yourself? You're on the clock starting now. All right. Well, I kind of drafted to draft against other people's picks, to be honest with you. I have a lot of people that can take other people's powers. I have a lot of people that can go ahead and not only destroy multiple universes and recreate them in their own perfection, but Someone that cannot die. I have the only villain that cannot die, you gentlemen. And you talk about magic. We created the dark hold over here. 
no big deal. We also defeated the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Patrick, I couldn't time myself, but I'm pretty sure we're at about 54, 55, 56. Follow me at PC Tony, and I think I'm done. You uh, did that in 40 seconds, so you weren't even close, but nice try. Womp, womp. And that brings us to Christopher Platt. It's only given 66% today. That's right. Christopher Platt, sell us on your team. Look at my squad. I don't have to sell shit. My team sells itself. I see oh, my team. You really, need, you really need to sell your team. Your volume I really is not don't selling need your to team. Sell my team. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to sell my team. Look at my squad. All right. See, fail, well, fail, fail, fail. Me of name recognition. Look at Christopher Platt's team. One that gets you. Not the best symbiote, anyway. Not the best symbiote. Wow. All right. Uh, for me, uh, it begins and ends with the genius that is Dr. Victor Von Doom gathering multiple people that can unravel the very reality with which you faced, if not stripping you down to your barest molecules with the Andy Monitor and Molecule Man. Two powerhouses to kind of lead the way, a la the Superman OP kind of characters in Vulcan and a literal Superman in Super Bowl Boy Prime. And, of course, Starro the Conqueror, always, always there, devouring worlds left and right. Get your hand away from that bell. That was 14 That's seconds. a stealer of gimmicks. Stealer of gimmicks. You're going to have that. You're going to have words with someone who is not me, my friend. You the don't fans want are that. coming after you, Pat. Yeah, the fans Luma, are coming on, after you're your ass. Illumina- huh? You're on the, the Illuminati ship. Me? No, Aesop. Yep. No, Aesop. No, Aesop. <laughs> Oh, oh Aesop was the one to ring the bell. Oh, my yeah, bad, man. No yeah, 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 yeah. He literally yeah. held the bell to the camera and hit it. Jesus. <laughs> I can't see this motherfucker, man. It's, 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 I see Patrick. I see Dave. I see Tunny. That's all. Ray and Aesop are in you, the little boxes. I'm not even looking Go to large grid view. Platt doesn't large have his, uh, Pat, Platt has a child Cheaters. now. He doesn't have his dad glasses on. So, uh, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Shut up, Sop. That's why a picture's going to come out by Tuesday of you on Epstein's plane. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, this show is starting to devolve, and that went to a really dark place. <laughs> you got you, 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 you broke Aesop, so that's, that's well played. All right. So what we are going to do, we will have two polls coming up on Bandwagon Nerds for, um, you know what? I am just going to split it right in half. So Aesop. Myself and Tony, we will be in one poll with our teams, and then Ray, Platt, and Dave will be the other team. We oh, both know good. that the top three seeds obviously should face off against each other, which is why we're dividing them up that way, just to give the lower seeds a chance. We're going to cannibalize ourselves. See, it looks uh, like Dave froze, by the way. Thing. Yeah, I hope Dave hears we, this because we have, in, in terms of the uh, vote of public opinion dave and i have the strongest teams so of course y'all would put us in the same bracket so we cannibalize each other and gives y'all melon farmers a chance to maybe get a win but that's all right man i'm repeating i said it right here i'm pretty i beat foreman i beat frazier i beat frazier and foreman and i'm so pretty i'm a bad man sometimes i look in the mirror oh what happened to play <laughs> oh no my Tyson impersonation has never been muted, by the way. <laughs> oh, and there's wow, Mike Andy Tyson, Destry. street level, oh. street level villain. 
Street level villain. Very nice. Look, All right. So, oh, okay. hey, Post so listeners, be on the look. Hey, I'm trying to wrap up the show here, fellas. All right. So, <laughs> I love, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> those polls be on the lookout on the Twitter at bandwagon nerds. That's where you're going to be able to find both of those polls. We will have two of them out. We'll do, um, we're not going to do them both simultaneously. We'll do, we'll do a 48 hour poll for both. So we'll put one out 48 hours, second poll 48 hours. And then heading into the weekend, we'll do the championship poll between those two winners. Um, thank you everyone for listening. We're going to get out of here shortly, but before we go, I got a couple other things I forgot to do. I need yes. I, can I make a suggestion for the playoffs here? Yeah. What's up? Okay. No, what's up? What if, what if the top one from each group go in and the second place go into a wild card that also makes into a pull of three for the final? So so you're you're, you're trying to hope that your team finishes second now? Is that is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> 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 No, you really you got seriously a gimmick infringement right that to death, oh, motherfucker. I'll tell you right now. Wait, they might, uh, you might have a meeting on Monday. Fair enough. All right. So before we um, before we head into our once around to tell everybody where they can find us and follow us, I did forget to do this, and it is my duty as the host of the show to remind you all that if you enjoy Bandwagon Nerds, if you enjoy the DWI podcast, if you enjoy everything that we do, here on uh, Chair Shot Radio and the Chair Shot Radio Network. Make sure you get yourself over to Pro. Down the wire. Um, attitude of aggression. And down the wire, attitude of aggression. There's 8 million what, podcasts on. What, I thought it was Edge. Who's that? Oh, oh yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll turn my attention to you shortly. <laughs> Am I going to have to mute the entire call to get the Pro Wrestling Tees commercial out? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, likely. Right. I should not be silenced. You're, you're, you know what? We're way out of time, Patrick, and we all know it, okay? That's the problem. That is the problem. So, if you like this kind of banter, I guess, and want to keep it going uh, and help support your good friends at, pro, uh, at, uh, at uh, cha- thechairshot.com and the Chairshot Radio Network, head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and invest in one of our many shirt designs. We have everything from Chairshot Radio logos to even a bandwagon nerd shirt as well, and tons of other designs, sayings, phrases, things that you've heard on our various podcasts uh, throughout the last, God, how many years has this company been going now? Or forever, it feels like. Uh, we love being able to put out quality content to you each and every day of the week, and the best way to help us keep that going is to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com dot com forward slash the chair chair shot spend 19.99 or if you're feeling fancy and want something nice on your giblets spend a few dollars more and get it soft style rep the brand help get our name out there and invest in us we love bringing you this content every single day and the best way to do that once again is head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in a shirt as christopher platt would say please and thank you thank you and please all right that's going to do it for this Part one of the uh, Bandwagon Nerds comic book draft, uh, Cosmic Supervillains. Thank you, guys. You did a terrific job with all of your picks. Next week, we are not doing part two of the draft, though. Next week, we are going to be talking all things San Diego Comic-Con as it kicks off this Thursday. And we know that there's going to be a ton of news, trailers, things to react to and get excited about. And we will also be talking about Umbrella Academy Finally kicking that off, we will cover the first episode of Umbrella Academy as 
well. All right. Let's do a once around the room. Tell everybody where they can find you on the Chairshot Radio Network and follow you on the socials. And this week we will start with Aesop Mitchell. All right. Uh, make sure you, first of all, go on to the Bandwagon Nerds uh, Twitter account and vote for Aesop Mitchell because <laughs> why wouldn't you? Um, also, you can find me uh, all over this uh, network. Oh, between bandwagon nerds and other guest appearances, not to mention the very fun podcast down the wire. Uh, do that with my brother. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Twitter. I got two accounts. I got at violent Aesop or at Dave and Cudahy. So look for me. David Ungar. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Galactus Eats Fern Gully. That's at Galactus Eats Fern Gully, just for Ray. Damn! That's the <laughs> that's the adult film we're all looking for. That's right. Wow. If but, you all were wondering at the moment Ray and Dave stop being friends, you just <laughs> I gotta say, Ray, when you said something about the total package earlier, I really wanted to bring back that total package commercial from last year where you seduced the audience. But anyway, you can find me and on now. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G and Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. All right. The voice of Chair Shot Wrestling, Mr. Christopher Platt. Again, man, it's always an honor, privilege, and pleasure to come on and chop it up with my fellow basement dwellers. So thank you guys for having me. And shout out to you guys for not doing part two next week because I'm not going to be here. Tony, I'm actually going to Augusta next weekend. So, you know, there you go. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. No, I'm not going to the Masters, but I will be in Augusta, Georgia. But you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt, and and just consume and enjoy all things Chair Shot, man. We really are your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan. PC Tony, go ahead. PC Tony, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Follow everything uh, Chair Shot Radio Network. That's it. And last, and last but not least, Mr. Ray Cash. You can find me at my house. Uh, Anna, you can find uh, me on address. You can find me. I don't even live in Houston. See, hi. I, um, you can uh, it's a find me Houston in Texas. On Twitter at Warts Tommy. That's W-O-R-T-Z. <laughs> Good job, Ray. Good job. All right, and you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Bandwagon Nerds, spelled just like it is. And finally, uh, you can listen to me every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Monday with this group of jokers uh, talking Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesday, I am usually partnered up with David Ungar. Talking hockey this week, we kick off season two of Musical Chairs. Very excited about that. And Wednesday, I am joining Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales for the Greg DeMarco Show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds. Now get yourself out of the basement, get some sun, and then catch up on your cosmic villains. You've been listening to Bandwagon Nerds here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Rest your weary head and let your heart
I went back and looked at your genetic makeup again? Sure now. You know, you can call me when you're bored. No, no, no. Amir... Amir kept asking if he might have powers too. And... I think we might have had it wrong the first time around. What do you mean? So, we know why you have access to the Noor and how you can wield it. But when I compared you to the rest of your family, something still seemed off. Okay... Kamala, there's something different in your genes. Like... Like a mutation. Whatever it is, it's just gonna be another label. Please, please. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.